Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, coming here with another great podcast. Certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's get into the meat of it. There's a lot of interesting stuff that's going on today. Let's start off the top with Product Hunt at ProductHunt.com. Uh, I got a chance to look down it like I do every day for you folks or whenever we do one of these shows that is an interview. Um... I go through and kind of tell you what sticks out in my mind, what kind of sticks out as like, okay, that's interesting. I kind of like that. Let's do it. So looking down the list, there's uh, two things that stuck out on me today. We'll get into one of them uh, here in a second. We'll just kind of segue with it. But let's start out with the first one that really is doing well on today's product hunt list. It's uh, got 832 upvotes, uh, so it's doing incredibly well. It's a program or an app, or I guess you call it a Chrome extension, uh, called Polls for LinkedIn. You can create, view, and answer polls on LinkedIn. It uses a Chrome extension you put on your Chrome browser, and away you go. Pretty interesting uh, polls for LinkedIn. And uh, I don't know how they're pulling this off. I guess I'll have to do some more research on it and look at it. I, I guess they're somehow using the API or an overlay. Uh, and what it makes it uh, available is now you can do polls on LinkedIn. Uh, it enables them to create, view, answer polls. Uh, the B2B market research you can use uh, shouldn't be hard and expensive in 2019, so you can use the Chrome extension that democratizes access to high-quality data. That's according to their uh, post here on Product Hunt. Uh, it's getting a lot of great reviews. People really like it. People are really impressed with it. I haven't tried it yet, honestly, but I will, and uh, we'll probably do some follow-up on that. But I do like the idea of doing polls again. I don't know why LinkedIn ever took them away, but LinkedIn's been doing a lot of changes to the site in the in the Microsoft transition takeover, uh, kind of making things their own, if you will. It seems like a lot of stuff they're taking back, especially in groups, is coming back now, slowly, uh, painfully slowly. I really wish LinkedIn would get their shit together and get the uh, live video launch for everyone. I, I'm just astounded as how long that's taking. But, well, you know, welcome to Microsoft. <laughs> Really great they took it over. They've done more to damage the platform than they have to help it, in my opinion. But that's my opinion. I have a huge 135,000 uh, LinkedIn group that they completely crippled with their changes and doing the switchover. Uh, for a long time, there was kind of this weird combobulation of the program they'd done where they'd made the made the whole main website different. And there was kind of like a different portal, or I'm not sure what the term is for it, where the groups and everything else are kind of, and communities were kind of in a different area. So uh, they finally had to reach a point where they moved it over and, and by doing that, they had to take away all the services, which really sucked on uh, basically started turning into a Google plus community section that just filled with porn and spam and all sorts of crap. Um, uh, now they're starting to open it back up where the mods have more control. So I'm starting to be a little bit more happier, but it's just amazing how long everything is taking. It's just what, does Microsoft just not have enough money or something? What's going on over there? Are they on a tight budget? <laughs> Give me a break, people. And, and it's amazing a lot of the changes they've done. You're just like, did these people ever fucking use LinkedIn, the programmers and shit? Did they ever fucking use this program before? Because God knows whatever they're changing does not work. Anyway, uh, sorry there. I get a little bit of rant. A little bit of rant from the Chris Voss in the Wednesday morning. Chris Voss is angry. I wonder if he's had his coffee. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll calm down, Chris. Just get a grip. All right, so anyway, polls <laughs> LinkedIn. Wow, that turned into like a rant segue, didn't it? Wow, that just—it's like Jesus Christ, Chris. It's something you just went off the fucking rails, man. 
uh, you know, have a Snickers, buddy. Calm down. <laughs> All right. I, I, you know, we, it was a journey. We went through it. Now we're out the other side. All right. So check it out. Product hunt polls for LinkedIn. Uh, I was pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty cool. Or you, if you don't find it on product hunt, you're listening to this later, you can go to the Chrome store and look for polls on LinkedIn. I'm going to install it today and start doing some polls and see what's going on. But right now, uh, the people that tried it and reviewed it, they're giving it a 4.6 out of five. So that's pretty darn good. Good for them. Um, and, uh, yeah. Polls for LinkedIn. Uh, the second thing I saw on Product Hunt, and this has been rumored to be coming for a while, and I've just kind of gone, I wonder what this is going to be like. Um, imagine if you took a nice social platform. You know, there's people that date on Facebook. Uh, a lot of my gal pal friends, they've told me, you know, they get enough dick pics and hit ups and dating things. It doesn't matter if they're married, doesn't even matter if they have 20 kids, doesn't you know, matter whether they're boy or girl. Uh, but the women do seem to get the brunt of it for male thirst, uh, which seems to be out of control these days on Tinder and everything else. Um, but, uh, I've always wondered how that was going to work when the rumored Facebook dating arrived. Well, now the wonderment can stop because it's here. What's interesting is LinkedIn polling on the charts on product hunt right now. What was it? It had, uh, uh, where'd it go? I think I 832 polls for LinkedIn. The uh, Facebook dating uh, post on Product Hunt only has 32 upvotes. <laughs> so that might that might tell you where that's going or how people feel about it. Like, Oh, and someone posted just what I was uh, posting on Facebook, too. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, on one hand, it, it just looks like they're mocking stuff. Uh, on the Facebook dating thing. So even the comments are bad. Um, yeah, that's that's really freaking interesting that uh, people are that excited about Facebook dating. So, I mean, technically, Facebook dating already goes on. This is pretty good. You know, honestly, I'll be honest with you, I'm a single guy. And so on Tinder and Bumble, I kind of wish I could get more data on people because, you know, I have to post stuff like, hey, man, if you believe in – there's a couple things that if you believe in or support – and we, we, I don't care how hot you are. You could be a Victoria's Secret model. I'm serious. I don't give a fuck. There are certain things that if you have them, believe in them, support them. I, I don't care how hot you are. My, I just go no. I don't want to even have to spend an hour over dinner with you to talk to you because you're just gonna suck the brain out of my head. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel that same way. I love everybody. I, I don't. I, I, I'm pretty open-minded to just about everything uh, except for a few, uh, you know, principal things that I probably most of humanity should avoid. So, um, you know, I just, I just, you know, I think you're a good person. You can go believe what you want to believe. I just don't want you in my fucking life because <laughs> I don't want to have to hear about the stupid shit you believe. That's just the way I am. And I think a lot of people are the same way. Um, I mean, you know, if you're a Christian, you probably don't want to date a devil worshiper. If you're, a, if you're, a, you know, if you're, you know, against cannibalism, you probably don't want to date a cannibal. That's all I'm saying, man. There's certain things you just don't want to date. Now there's some people I don't want to judge. If you're a cannibal and you want to date other cannibals and everyone's a consenting adult, well, okay. Knock yourself the fuck out. Great. But you know, some of us don't want to date you because, we're not going to sleep really well at night beside you in the bed. I'm just saying, you know, like whenever you're, whenever you, 
uh, say, hey, do you want me to cook you something to eat? We're going to get the heebie-jeebies and run. So, you know, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Are there any cannibals on Twitter? Somebody tell me. I haven't searched for that. Um, sounds kinky. Kinky. <laughs> what kind of fetish do you have, Chris? I have a cannibal fetish. <laughs> uh, that's not going to end well. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not legal either in certain countries, most countries. I think most anywhere except for like indigenous species out in the middle of nowhere where there is no law. Um, they're like, you look good. Mm, food. I'm against cannibalism though because I'm a big fat guy. So I know I'm the first guy that everyone's going to go for. They're going to be like, yeah, that guy's probably got some good marbling, some good fat marbling in his meat. He's a big guy. If you're a cannibal, you want to be like the little skinny guy with no meat on his bones. You're just like hard muscle and like nasty bone. And they're just like, yeah, we're not going to eat. We're going to eat the fat guy who's clearly got enough grease and burgers in him. Anyway, I don't know why. The cannibalism show. <laughs> Tune in for the cannibalism show tomorrow next on Friday, whatever. I don't fucking <laughs> Man, the segues today are just off the chart, aren't they? Wow. Okay. Let's try and get back on track, Chris. So Facebook dating has launched. I don't even know if this is an app. Let me check my phone real quick. See if you can download this as an app. Or I don't even know if it's like integrated into Facebook. But uh, before I got segued off there on the cannibalism uh, segment, <laughs> I tune in to Chris for the cannibalism segment. Um, he has good recipes <laughs> seasoning. Facebook dating app. Looks like people are Googling it. So it's up on the thing. I don't see it on here. I think it's rolling out, so maybe I don't see it, but maybe it's just installed. Um, so anyway, Facebook dating. If you're a woman, I really feel bad for you because you guys get enough crap in your message box as it is. Uh, now it's just probably going to go to the next level. But what I did say before I segue two or three times now, uh, getting back to the original, um, was I would like to see your Facebook posts on Tinder and Bumble. Like if I, when I see you on Bumble or Tinder, there's some people they say things and I go, hmm, I want to go on a journey with that because that sounds like an inference to a whole deeper pot that I don't want to be in. And it's like, you don't want to, I, I don't know about, I don't have the same thirst that other guys do because I've dated like hundreds of women's in my lifetime. I've, I've been single all my life, so I'm not a desperate uh, Mary guy, which is probably 50 to 60% of most dating sites. Um, you know, they're on there trying to get laid and lying. Uh, you know, I, so I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm the bull, you know, there's an old story, two bulls sit up top of the uh, mountaintop. Well, you know, the young bull wants to run down and sleep with them all. The old bull wants to just walk down and take his time. Um, so, you know, I'm an old bull. So I've, I've seen all dated all, uh, I don't, you know, I'm not losing my whole shit just cause I meet a girl and get a chance to talk to her. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'm just old, maybe I'm just seen it all. Maybe I'm just have some self-respect. I don't know what it is. Maybe I have some respect for women. I don't know, but, uh, this is me. So, but I would like to see, you know, I, I do kind of like this. It would be nice to see, uh, people that I might want to date on Facebook. I certainly want to, don't want to play in my friend pool. The nice thing about my friend pool on Facebook is they've all seen my shit because I'm pretty transparent. I'm pretty honest about it. So, you know, fortunately any woman who follows me on Facebook, who's friends with me, 
uh, already probably wants to never have anything to do with me and date. And I can accept that. That's fine. Uh, it's kind of my qualifier, as I like to call it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, just friend me on Facebook. Uh, if you find you still like me after that and what I post and all the stupid shit I say, well, God bless you. You probably are the one. <laughs> so far, that hasn't happened. <laughs> probably never will. Anyway, um, it's just one of those things, man. We all fall in love. We don't know who the fuck the other person is. It's only when we find out who they are after we've impregnated them, married them, or moved in with them, then we're like, what the fuck did I just fucking do? Anyway, welcome to life. Uh, so Facebook dating this should be interesting. Uh, hopefully they have some different security things that are on here. I certainly would like to, for one, see your Facebook post if I'm dating you. Um, I would kind of like to know the shit you're saying and social media and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I guess by year end dating, Facebook dating users will be able to select which Facebook or Instagram stories they want to add to their dating profile. So, uh, this is kind of interesting. I don't know. Do you trust, I mean, honestly, do you really trust Facebook with your dating information now? Of course, for those of you, you may be already doing that privately on Facebook chats. And, you know, we've seen people have open relationships. And, and of course, people, you know, they've got their marriages on Facebook. And every now and then they get a little married fight. Or you're like, every now and then they get a little lovey. And you're just like, hey, get off Facebook and go in a room, you motherfuckers. Um, so there's that. So Facebook dating. Uh, I don't know if this is going to kill Tinder. I don't know if this is going to kill Bumble. Why don't you message me on Facebook, Facebook forward slash Chris Voss, or you can date me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> or you can message me on Twitter at Twitter forward slash Chris Voss or LinkedIn forward slash Chris Voss. You can find me anywhere at Chris Voss pretty much except for the dot com. I don't know why. That got bought way before I came along. So anyway, um, let me know. Do you think it's going to kill Bumble? Do you think it's going to kill whatever? And maybe I'll make a LinkedIn post to this, which is weird because it's on LinkedIn. Maybe I'll do a LinkedIn poll with the new LinkedIn poll thing on whether or not uh, Tinder and all these people survive. You know, Apple kind of had that for a long time where Apple, once Apple moved into a space, it would pretty much kill everyone. But I think Spotify showed them the business when it came to music and podcasts. So there's that. Anyway, um, Facebook dating. <laughs> What could go wrong? That's my point. Uh, find who you love through what you like. Now, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I've, I've seen like, there's people that I've been interested in dating on Facebook. Uh, I mean, not like seriously. Like, I'm kind of like, okay, she's attractive. Oh, she talks to me. She's kind of cool. And then I'll go through the likes, and then I'll be like, oh, she's into cannibalism. Mm, that's not gonna work out. Yeah, just scratch that idea. Uh, you know, so your Facebook likes movies, stuff that you like, you know, I might look and I'll be like, ah, oh, she's into country music. Yeah. It's not going to work out. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and, um, so I, I, I don't know, man, uh, maybe Facebook can put you together, make suggestions of what you like based upon what you post, what you like on Facebook. And, you know, they can be like, oh, you this friend likes Facebook. Uh, you know, old black and white movies film nor like you do. And they're also a, a bogey fan, you know. Um, maybe maybe that'd be good. They can make suggestions. Um, the nice, the, the one thing I'd like to see in a dating app, this is what I like to fucking see, and hopefully the Facebook app might do this, is I'm so fucking sick and tired of married guys being on my fucking single sites. I'm so fucking tired of that. They represent 50% of those sites, if not more, and they're just lying motherfuckers wanting to get laid when they sold their soul to a marriage and they should just shut up and go live their fucking marriage and get out of my fucking pool. 
Uh, and I'll meet the girls, and they're like, oh, yeah, I thought he was single, and then I find out he's got a wife, and what a fucking asshole, and blah, 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 and now I'm pregnant, when you're just like, oh, my God, I could have done that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but technically, I could have done that, not the pregnant part, but done, yeah, yeah, you get it. Anyway, um, it would be great if Facebook dating would be awesome, because what it would do is uh, it would Facebook would go, you're not dating, you're married, man. Unless you enable the open relationship part of the relationship area of your profile, fuck you. <laughs> so maybe that would be good. Uh, and ladies, people and women in relationships, women and they're married, might want to keep an eye on your uh, on your uh, husband's or boyfriend's Facebook status because if he if he puts single on his Facebook thing because he's changing it for Facebook dating, busted, busted. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's what I think about Facebook dating. Or what I think so far, I'm sure I'll have opinions on it later. Uh, dating is an opt-in experience. Oh, so it looks like maybe you have to go in your privacy settings and turn on your dating thing, and it will suggest friends of friends. That's interesting. Who can see your dating? Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know. You just We'll just figure it out. So anyway, um some of us, we're so toxic, we're so awful people, we don't want people that we want to date, or at least, you know, until we hook them, uh, get them trapped into our horrible lives and relationships, people that we are. Uh, we don't want them reading our Facebook posts, because then they'll know. <laughs> uh, you got to love it. So there's that. Um, kind of reminds me of a, a swinger, a marriage swinger, open relationship swinger gal who's hitting on me one time at an event or show, I, I could tell she was married, uh, and had kids. And I remember, uh, she was hitting on me and I was just like, this is, I, this doesn't make any sense. And she was hitting on all my friends and I'm like, this is a gal who just goes to events and hits on, you know, whomever. Now there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's what was going on. I'm just stating the facts here. We're just telling the story, man. It's just the story. There's no judging. So anyway, I could kind of tell that her husband must be around because I've been around a few of these people that are swingers and usually their husband's around and they have, it's like a game. Um, and I, I just don't waste my time with that shit because I got better things to do and I, I really don't want some somebody's husband watching me in a closet being his wife or you know watching me being his wife. Um, I, I just have no desire. I, it's just not interesting. Now, if you do that, I'm not judging you again. So have fun. Be safe. I hope everyone's consenting and whatever and knows what's going on. But I've actually had friends that didn't know that's what was going on. And I think that's kind of subjective and, and not honest. And I don't think that's right. I think it's a little unethical. So um, anyway, maybe, maybe you know, whatever. I give up. Okay, let's get on to news. <laughs> Chris, just get on the news, man. I didn't want to hear about Facebook dating. I don't care. I just want to know what's going on in the fucking world. All right, here's this part for you. We're here now. Are you happy? <laughs> Bloomberg is announcing. This is a rumor, too, by the way. Keep that in mind. Sources. Sources say. <laughs> Apple is developing in-screen fingerprint ID for its iPhones and working on its first low-cost iPhone since the iPhone SE, which was a total piece of shit. No one bought it. Both for as early as 2020. I don't know why they're going back to that well uh, of cheapness, but I don't know. 
do what you want, Apple. You got lots of fucking money. Like, what do you care? Um, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with that thing. But I do like the in-screen fingerprint ID. That's very cool. I'm all for that. Fingerprints on the screen. I mean, why do we still have a button? It's 2019 or probably 2020 when that phone comes out. I think it's a brilliant idea. So good on you, Apple, if you really pull it out and it's not just a rumor, it's real. But So there's that. This is interesting. This is an article from TechCrunch by Zach Whitaker. Unsecured database with 419 million plus phone numbers. I hate to be the guy who had to count that. Uh, linked to Facebook accounts have been found. Uh, FB says data was obtained before it was disabled. Searching for users via the phone number. Wow, man. 419 million plus phone numbers. Um, I don't know. On one hand, you're kind of like, wow, that's really bad. I mean, technically you could use people's phone numbers to break into security things like, like sometimes, you know, companies will be like, before we uh, let you have into your bank account, can you give us the last four digits of your phone number? And <laughs> so hackers are like, yeah, man, I've got 419 last numbers. Which one do you want? Um, so, <laughs> So there's that. I mean, I laugh, but it's technically shouldn't be funny. Again, uh, we need to enact laws that make this sort of privacy hacks criminal. And like, we're talking big criminal. Like if you're like if you're an evil hacker and shit, we're talking like we cut off your penis, send you to prison for life, and then we just put a tattoo on your ass that says "Rape me here." I'm not endorsing rape, but I do endorse prison rape because uh, if you're if you're a horrible, vicious person. Well, then you've got it coming. So have fun with that. Uh, that's a horrible thing to say, wasn't it? Mean, mean, Chris. You know, whatever. Uh, this is why we throw you in prison because you are a scourged humanity and we just really don't need you around the rest of us because you just, we're just your prey. Um, so you can go be somebody else's prey. Have fun with that. See how it feels. Uh, so anyway, this is another reason why I think law should be tighter and acted, um, just more secure databases. I mean, at this point, I've given up. I'm pretty much sure everyone has everything they need to know about me. I use two-factor identification, not like that's always going to help, uh, encryption. And uh, and I don't know. I just walk around wearing a condom all day long across my whole body and my phone. So I don't think it helps, but it makes me feel more secure. Don't judge me. Uh, according to The Verge, Google is open sourcing its differential privacy library, which uh, it uses to securely draw insights from data sets containing sensitive user information. Um, so basically what that means is they're making it available to anyone. <laughs> so have fun. Your data is up for sale. Way to go. <laughs> God damn. Uh Engadget, you, if you listen to the podcast, and you better be listening daily because you're going to miss out on these little tidbits, and you'll also miss out on the thread that goes into another podcast like this one. Uh, Samsung says their 502-gigabyte 5G model of the Galaxy Fold, we talked about this the other day, it'll fold up, will be available in Europe starting in 18... Uh, what the holy mother? Well, starting September 18th in Europe for... $2,000. We're making $2,000 phones now? I mean, I knew there was there was a few before, but this is going to come commonplace? Holy shit. It's going to get to where a phone costs more than my fucking car. I'm going to need a mortgage for my home. It's like it's like uh, the banker's going to be like, so why do you need this home equity loan, Chris? 
so I can buy a fucking phone and then I'm just going to turn in and buy another one in two years. So I need a, just a revolving line of credit. Um, oh, and it's going to launch in the uh, U.S. in the coming weeks. So if you remember, the Galaxy Fold is that one where the uh, uh, all the YouTubers and reviewers were opening up and they were pulling the screen off because it looked like it was a piece of plastic. You normally pull off phones when you first get them. And, uh, yeah, they were tearing the screen cover right off the phone. Uh, this is according to Bloomberg. This is according to sources, so rumor as well. WeWork is considering seeking a valuation of $20 billion to $30 billion in its U.S. IPO, making a significant reduction from its early evaluation of $47 billion. I really, you know, I mean, technically these guys are a real estate company. I don't understand why they're referred to as a virtual tech company. They're just a real estate office company. And uh, while you do have depreciation, write-offs, and real estate holdings, that way you have to buy hard assets. So you have to spend hard cash. And that's one of the biggest problems with their balance sheet is, is I mean, you got to buy a fucking building, right? You got to, you got to, I mean, you, you can mortgage it and stuff. So you're just making payments or commercial loans or whatever, but that really hurts your bottom line. Um, so, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're basically a real estate investor for commercial. <laughs> That's all it is. Instead of just putting a bunch of office buildings in it, you're selling like wide open spaces so people can network and I don't know, sit around and listen to each other, burp, fart and do their work on their laptop or whatever goes on there. I don't even know what goes on there. It's basically like a, it's basically like an, a giant whore office where you're just going there to dump on it when you want work and then leave when you don't. Uh, it's for people that are, you know, they don't have an office to go to so they can go to this thing and you can rent it, which is pretty weird. It's pretty damn expensive. I looked at it, but you know, Hey, whatever works for you, man, that's uh, your thing. I'm not judging. Uh, this is kind of interesting. According to GeekWire, Microsoft acquires Seattle-based cloud migration company Moveray. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that. Move R E oh, Moveray. I don't know. I don't. I'm not pronouncing it right. I don't care. So there. Uh, for an undisclosed amount, Moveray is uh, Microsoft's third Azure-related acquisition since July. I really don't care about Azure and stuff. I'm not there. It's not me. I'm just a little guy doing my little thing. Not working for the big, whatever, Salesforce and all that kind of crap. I don't care. Uh, this is just out. The Verge, Android 10 review. Notifications, privacy permissions, easy to manage. Digital well-being features, confusing, and most phones won't get this update soon. I'm really jelly. Uh, I, I love Android phones. Uh, AT&T sends us to review. Thank you, AT&T. Um, the Galaxy Notes, the Galaxy phones. We love the phones. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, just every galaxy gets better. I love the galaxy notes. That's my favorite thing. I was so heartbroken over note seven, but they have redeemed themselves over eight, nine, 10, and they just keep getting better. God bless them. You can go to att.com and thanks to AT&T for always being a lover and supporter of the show. Uh, anyway, uh, what else do we have here? So check out Android 10. All my friends who've got the, uh, Android phone that comes from Android direct, Pixel, I think it's called Pix. Uh, for some reason, brain farting on it. Whatever that phone is that starts with a P from Android, they get it first. And so all my friends got it. Uh, I'm just crossing my fingers, waiting for the old AT&T to drop the update so I can put on my Note, my Galaxy Samsung Note. 
Oh, gotta love it. Anyway, uh, you can check that out. Federal judges ruled that a government database of people deemed to be known or suspected terrorists violates U.S. citizens' constitutional rights. This is according to the New York Times. Uh, this is kind of interesting. I don't know if people are aware of this database. There's some people who are on certain databases they're, they're not aware of. Uh, and if you're familiar with this database, sometimes it includes the no-fly list. And sometimes people like, you know, your name's Adam Smith, the terrorist is named Adam Smith, and somehow you can't get on a plane because you're not that Adam Smith, but you are named Adam Smith. So you're just like, fuck. Uh, and certainly I don't want the FBI crashing down my door because they think I'm some other dude. Fortunately, I have a weird name that's pretty unique, so I don't have to worry about that. But I, don't, I really don't want to get you know, associated. And there's people, I think that one of the challenges with, if I recall, one of the challenges with the no-fi list and some of these other lists is there's no way for you to uh, lobby to get your name off it or to be like, hey, I'm not really a bad guy. I just wrote some posts against the government and I don't really hate the government. I'm not trying to destroy it or be evil in any way, shape or form. Just, you know, using my free speech or something, you know. So uh, there needs, there does need to be a way to watch the watchers and, um, uh, evaluate uh, whatever and give people you know the ability to defend themselves in a court of law according to the constitution be able to defend themselves against um repression of the government etc cetera, etc cetera. you know if you're on a list you should be able to be like hey um can I at least have a case and plea my plea my uh whatever i feel about me being on that list i think that's appropriate um and if you're a terrorist then you know then the fbi could be like yeah here we got all your texts and and the books you read and you know the crap you said on uh gab ai and 4chan 8chan and all that stuff and yeah you're still going to jail buddy way to go and good for the fbi i like that i like i like having my government protect me from really evil people but let's make sure those people are evil uh and they're they're pretty good at that but i'm you know there's the list. So that's what the judge did. Uh, this is kind of interesting. This is from The Verge. And once again, if you follow the files or the threads on The Chris Foss Show, because you listen every day to every episode, because you're such a great listener. I love you. Um, but it's platonic, so let's keep it that way. Um, unless you're hot, a hot chick, then, then we're fine. Uh, let's see. Twitter has temporarily, and then of course, check my Tinder profile to see the three things or two things it is that I will not date you, regardless of whether or not Victoria's Secret or anymore. Just had to throw that in there, Zinger. Um, Twitter has temporarily turned off the ability to tweet via text message just days after the feature was misused by hackers to tweet a racial slur, bomb threat, and everything else on Jack Dorsey's account. I did. I mean, on one hand, it was scary to see Jack's account get hacked because you're like. Wow, if they can hack his account, they can hack anybody's account. Or they can find any sort of, um, you know, access point inside of Google. Uh, but evidently, the SMS to tweet feature may have been, and I'm sure we'll find out soon enough, may have been one of the reasons, ways they gained access to it. It certainly was probably one of the ways they were, you know, writing the ugly stuff on the thing, the SMS to tweet feature. Somehow they'd, I, I wonder if they hacked into like whatever the, venue or transport whatever it was that transports the sms to tweet they somehow hacked into that without getting into jack dorsey's password because i would imagine he has a like a really good password i hope it's not t-w-i-t-t-e-r uh <laughs> that'd be bad or one two three four um i would imagine he, you know he at least has two-factor identification if you're a billionaire i don't even know what you have for cover your passwords and stuff or or if you run twitter or facebook or microsoft or something i don't even know what 
like, I don't know, you'd have like 10 people or something that have to give approval just to get in your account every time you want to get into it. Um, so maybe the, that's what they did. They figured some way to exploit the um, uh, SMS to tweet feature through a third party or whoever handles that. Uh, maybe AT&T, Verizon, Wireless, uh, uh, T-Mobile or something. I don't know, man, but somebody figured it out. And so I hope they I hope they put a squash on it, which it looks like they did, and figures out how to make sure that doesn't happen ever again. Uh, so that should be interesting. This is kind of interesting too, a little political, but let's talk about it because we've talked about uh, the implications of technology and politics, and and I don't want to get political again with you, but but this is a thing. This is part of the technology discussion. This is part of the news discussion. According to the New York Times, the Google, Facebook, Twitter, and Microsoft held a day-long meeting with U.S. government officials over the 2020 election, uh, and uh, uh, hopefully the discussion is about how to best make sure that uh, you know, we're not being exploited, manipulated. We're not losing faith in our electoral systems. We're not having Iran or Russia or China or anybody, any other bad actors who want to take and influence our elections, just run amok through them. I mean, it, it seems like most times they don't even really want to change elections other than just making us not want to vote. And that can be one of the most disgusting things they can do to us is once we lose faith in our democracy, well, then we, we we start looking to oligarchy and, and authoritarian rule and going, well, maybe that'll be better because then no one messes with our election. And you know, whoever those people are are like, yeah, we own them now. Um, so uh, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm From a technology basis, not just political, but from a technology basis, um, from the evolution of social media, the evolution of these uh, tech giants and stuff. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out across the historical thing because a lot of people got a lot of bets on for it and the uh, future of the country probably depends on it. And at the very least, regardless of what you think about politics, I really would like not to have to worry about if my vote's going to get changed by a machine by Russia or if uh, some sort of outside manipulation is. And there's enough of this own uh, manipulation, gerrymandering and uh, you know, polls, poll closing and, and different things that we do internally. Um, you kind of, you know, it, it's, it's not okay if it's us doing it to us, but, uh, when it's Russia and other countries that are, are, are horrible enemies fucking with us, uh, that's just even more not cool. Anyway, guys, uh, I certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe to us on youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss, hit that bell notification button, subscribe to the show on any of the different channels that are out there, refer to the show to your friends, uh, and, uh, take a look at all the different shows we have at the cvpn.com. Anyway, love you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time.